You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Mommies and daddies, you're going to want your cozies. Or if you're driving 10 and 2, coffee in hand, water in the cup holder with a little bit of lemon. Enjoy the EP. If you're at home, I suggest a blanket, your weed pen, a little bit of wine. Get fucking lit for all I care. Or just don't don't pop an ambient. I was like, pop an ambient. No. Just absorb it. Get with your spouse. Oh, yeah, we're supposed to be solution-oriented. Get with your significant other. Have a little combo after. That was the correct answer, the healthy answer there. Get a notepad out. Ooh, because today is listener questions till the very end. It happens to be y'all's favorite part of the show, and I have the tea, the juicy, the relatable, the shocking. So enjoyable for all really. And to the listeners who wrote in, praise be, let's get some answers. Just a little FYI, we have officially entered into Libra season. And if you're new here, this Wednesday is my birthday. And so that means I want special extra love and attention until the following Wednesday is basically how I feel about it. I share a birthday with Lil Wayne, Avril Lavigne, Gwyneth Paltrow, they all seem like, I mean, Gwyneth Paltrow kind of seems like a cunt, but I bet when she's getting regular dick, she's not one. She's not. You know, she can't help that she's just grew up a certain way. You know, it's all she knows. It's all she knows. On this day of birth, I don't like the number. The number isn't my favorite sounding number. It's sounding a little... But I'm sure like when I turn 40, I'm going to be like, bitch, why were you hating on that number? So I'm trying to be positive, trying to be positive. And me and my bestest friend in the whole wide world, I've already shared this, I know, I know, are going to Las Vegas this weekend. And I could not be more thrilled because you know what? She doesn't get out often. Okay. I'm not going around, hopping around, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. I'm going to baseball every Saturday. Two games, two different games for two different children. I am, I'm doing the mom life. Hashtag mom life. Fucking kill me. But I am, okay? And love them. Bless them. Couldn't live without them. My pride and fucking joy. Light of my lives. For lights of my life, should I say. But I could not need this break from my beautiful, 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 sweet, sweet family. They don't seem so sweet lately, to be fucking honest. A lot of testosterone is flowing in my home and just a moment of silence for me. Okay. I can't wait to be a psychopath and... I can't wait to tell you all about it. And I know I'm coming back next week with an episode that is not going to be like the rest. And I'm nervous. I'm a little bit nervous because I'm going to share things that I've never shared before. And I felt really inspired to do this before even recording this episode. But I knew that I needed more time to really get my points across. So I don't want to cringe until I die. But I think... It could help some people. I think it could inspire some people. I think it would be cool. I think it'll be a challenge for me in a way, but it's also exciting. And in my hopes are to connect in a way, like it's a new way to connect because I know we talk about y'all's shit a lot. And so maybe it's time to maybe give you some background where you can go, oh, okay, I see she is like this for a plethora, (laughs) a plethora of reasons. 
And I'm not out here like it's not a memoir of Jordan, okay? I just thought it could be something different that could be something good. Don't worry. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming, but we've never done this. I've never done this. Maybe I'll put a poll. Maybe I'll completely change my fucking mind, which is a realistic ability. So it might be about fucking your wife instead, which I think y'all would all be like, sure, hit me, bitch. Let's do it. Let's go. We don't want to hear about you. Hashtag narcissism. But no, on the real, it wouldn't hurt to get to know the host. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. Every episode can't be gold. Okay, sometimes you need a little bronze, a little copper to shimmer, layers, mixed metals. Anywho, can y'all believe that it's almost Halloween, that it's October, and then it's Thanksgiving, and then it's Christmas, and then it's a fucking new year? No, we're not doing resolutions over here, okay? I'm all for goals with deadlines, but not this new year, new me. I don't know. She's a little, a little bit about that one. I've had enough birthdays where I'm like, this year is going to be my fucking year. And you're like, you know what? That one was kind of like 50% sucky, 50% awesome. So, and then you get so many of those in a row and you're like, I'm done. I'm done with it. This is my fucking year. BS. We'll just try to make each day my fucking day. Can I get an amen? I hope you got all your supplies because we're about to dive on in to these listener cues. If you're new here, every episode, I don't always do listener questions the whole time, but every now and then, every now and then I, you know, I have a pile and I'm like, let's do it. Y'all want to know how to get your significant other to make a naughty tape you want to hear about your wife getting fucked by your exes. And we've got a woman engaged to a fucking piece of shit. And we're here to talk about it. And that's just scratching the surface. So get comfy. Let's go. La, 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 listener questions. Can you do a poll asking the male listeners if they fantasize about past experiences while masturbating or in the act with their partner? My fiance and I got into a convo about it and he says, guys don't really do that. But I call BS. By the way, we love the show. Okay, I'm doing the fucking poll at underscore the horny housewife podcast. Monday, that's going to be the poll. Dunzo, rebunzo. Now, my thoughts, I thought about this. I read it before. About it here. And I think it does depend before I hear any sound effects. No, what bullshit. I don't hear y'all, but in my head, I hear you. I think it depends on the guy's history and his exes. And there are some men who their wife is like the most beautiful, epic, amazing woman they've ever been with. And their exes were like literally ogres. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Like they just, they know they got lucky. They got out of their league and they're like, got to lock this one down. There are men that they're married to the first girl they've ever been with. So they're masturbating about not their exes. Okay. And then there are guys, I think that they broke up with that person and they maybe are disgusted by them. Maybe that woman cheated on them. Then they're definitely masturbating to them. <laughs> just kidding. But maybe they're just, no, she was such a cunt. She did me so dirty in whatever way or just nothing there. I don't think every single guy masturbates to his ex. There's so many things to masturbate to. It doesn't have to be their ex. You know what I'm saying? And then... Also, I got to say it was also, I think it's funny. And like me, I, I do this too. And I'm like, Jordan, am I expecting like, like a really brutally honest answer? Like doing really? And delusionally, I feel like I deserve, I mean, I do deserve that. That's not delusional. But I think it's delusional for me to think that everyone's going to know just because that's how I am, that that's how they are. You know what I'm saying? People have their shame and so many men, I love y'all. I fucking love y'all. Can't live life without you. Love the penis. And you, kind of, some of you. Lots of men avoid conflict. They go out of their way <laughs> 
to avoid conflict. And then if they don't, like say they're mature and they can do the conflict and do it well even, or maybe they suck at it, but they're not shying away from it. I don't think they're enjoying it. Like for some of us women, we're like, let's do this. Locked, loaded, ready to fucking go. Scheduled the time. She has the time. I'm ready. And, you know, it can go both ways. There's exceptions to all of this. But generally speaking, I would think the guys don't really like it. So, I mean, you ask the question and maybe there's a chance that he just really doesn't want to go there with you. I think there's a reason we have like our own thoughts and head. Because if we really could read everyone's mind, I think we would be fucking horrified and just just really fucked up. Because... Think about it. Would you ask yourself this? And you listen to this podcast, so I already know the answer. Do you want, would you want your significant other? Would you be okay with your significant other if they could see every single thought you had? Fuck no. Fuck no. And I'm not saying we're over here just like, (laughs) like little fucking hyena perverts. But you know, (laughs) You still wouldn't want them to see all the dots. <laughs> so there's that. But you bet your bottom dollar that I will be polling. And I do have faith that my listeners are going to be fucking honest. Because it's not like I ever show. I always keep everybody anonymous. And there have been plenty of people that are like, you can say my name. And I don't because we just protect anonymity around here. And that's what I do. Let's move on to question number two. I think this one's really interesting because I'd love to hear y'all's feedback and we all have limited perspective. So I just like to collect a bunch. Hi, Jordan, new to the pod and really enjoying it so far. I have a question that you actually touch on in your first few episodes. My wife and I are both 40 and we have been together since we were 17, married for 15 years. We have a good and satisfying sex life and I have no real desire to step out. But my age plus my lack of sexual experience are conspiring in a wicked midlife crisis and I could use your advice. I find myself lusting after other women and I resent that I've never had other sexual experiences. At the same time, I'm getting older and want to feel desire and fuckable in a way that my wife can't provide though no through no fault of her own she just knows me too well and loves me i want to be objectified we've talked about threesomes and ethical non-monogamy but i don't think either of us could handle that how can i or we work through this okay first off i'm going to recommend episode 123 with the swing nation 109 with caitlin v we talk about non-monogamy Also, episode 91 with Jolie Hamilton. We talked about polyamory, which I know like these are all you're like, no, fuck, no, fuck, no. But I want you to hear, literally you get to hear about their lifestyle, their experiences, and just that takeaway. Some people messaged me and were like, wow, her story, like I would never want that. I would never, ever want to experience that it made me know that like not for me and some people were inspired and like wow I'm gonna have this conversation with my partner so I think it gives you a good indicator uh like based on how you respond to these people's insight and experience and then also episode 88 with Heather Shannon so those are a few episodes I think that you could really benefit from just to get your own thought juices flowing and listen to as a couple now to answer your question right now and give you my feedback. I think you should 86 the limiting belief of my wife can't do it for me. Like she's not going to cut it in this department because I want this because just that core or that belief, you know, a thought you think over and over and over again, that belief that you hold doesn't serve the situation. It really is counterproductive and you may not be picking up what I'm putting down and you go, well, it it is what it is because I want this. And like, she doesn't do that. In your case, you said being objectified. And I personally think it would do you no harm just to change your thought process that you can have this in your marriage. Like I can have a fulfilling sex life with my wife. I could, I could experience new highs in my sex life with my wife. Just like saying that affirmation, whether you believe it or not now, 
add that in to whatever you're doing. Add some affirmations. Just, just fucking try this for me. It's a little experiment. Let me know how it goes, but you have to commit to it. I want you to look in the mirror and say it three times. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate that you have self-awareness. You're seeing like, you know, I'm kind of spiraling here. You're not acting on it. You clearly have self-discipline, but you're noticing where you're kind of fucked up is like, I'm resentful because of this. And I shouldn't have said fucked up because you shouldn't feel shame about this because it's totally perfectly normal, almost expected, right? You're a fucking human. You're a man and you have certain desires. You're a visual primal creature and you know, it's just inherent for men to want to spread their seed. So I think the the lust or the, you know, someone catching your eye like, ooh, doesn't make you a fucking monster. It's going and starting to lie and deceive and betray is when it's fucked up. But also you let your thoughts go there and you run with that. You know, the more you long for it, whatever you're dwelling on will expand. So if you're giving that energy, it'll grow. The thoughts will be more frequent. It will be something that starts to consume you until you act on it. That is a real possibility. I'm sure there are people listening that can relate. I know when I cheated on a significant other, you know, it started with little thoughts and banter. And I knew what I was doing was wrong. I knew that I was not being a good girlfriend. And I knew that if my boyfriend at the time was doing the same thing, I would have been so like, wow, you piece of shit. And I was being a piece of shit. And I didn't care. I felt I was just totally in that moment. I was selfish and I thought, you know, like I'm, I remember he asked me, uh, so what are you not getting at home? Why, why are you out with me right now? What is it you're not getting at home? And it was just so like, I was just felt so red, like so seen in a way like he just knew that something wasn't cutting it there. So I was there to get it from him and ew, <laughs> you know, I can never wrap my head around the people who think they're the exception when they meet the other person and the affair. Like I've seen situations where the people were married, they had fell in love, had an affair, got married. Like when, they were like, this is the love of my life went all the way. And then like 15 years later, the same thing's happening to them. Like, he, he went off again. He left his wife of 18 years for you. And then now you've aged out and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure there's exceptions to that where people, they made a mistake and they don't like the way they went about it, but they ended up with that person. And I wish them the best. It sounds like what kind of person could you attract If you're with another person to me, that's what I think. I feel like you're only as healthy as the type of person you attract. So if you attract someone who wants you while you are locked down somewhere, I feel like that says more about where you're at mentally. Like you're not in a good place kind of thing. You're trying to fill a void that can't be met. You don't know. You don't know what you're doing really. Right. Because I'll be really open and honest. There have been times where I have felt extremely unfulfilled. There have been times when, there are times that happen now where I feel very, very unseen, very misunderstood, very confused. I'm just being fucking real with you. And there are times where I would love to feel seen and desired and loved and and moments where I'm not. And old Jordan would have sought validation from anyone who would have gave it to me. The That guy I can text who I know will say something that'll make me feel good. And I'm not that person anymore because I, even though sometimes that sounds fun in that moment or something that would make me feel better in that moment, it's so... <laughs> does not, it never ever made me feel good long-term and nothing good came about it. And maybe I'm like really sensitive to energy (laughs) or I'm really sensitive to what I'm doing, the actions I'm taking, where it's going to lead me. And next week's episode, when I share more about myself, maybe that will make sense for you more when you hear a little bit of my past. But I, I can't, I can't, be like that anymore. And who knows? I'm I'm 30 
about to be 34, 34 years old, I have lots of life left to live and a lot more mistakes to make and fingers crossed. (laughs) So all I know is right now, I know that the lowest I've ever felt when I have just hated my spouse, even in those moments, I know I have a choice and I really choose to go inward. So the point of all of that was you have the will, the ability, and people may go, at what cost though? Like, does this, is this my happiness? Does this cost my happiness? So I have to sacrifice my life experience for the air quotes, right thing, right? Right? What's the right thing? Is there a right thing? I mean, is there? We all have our own boundaries. We all values, belief system, etc. And you get to hold yourself accountable or however you believe that goes. But I think that, you know, you have to go to bed with you at the end of the day. And I really do think that you can have what you're looking for with your wife and you don't like know how your wife feels. I know you said you discussed threesomes and ethical non-monogamy. I don't know what it is where you say either of us could handle that. Does that mean like she couldn't bear to see you do that or no, you're doing that and you couldn't bear to see her doing that? Maybe taking a look at where that stems from. I do not think that's for everybody. You won't see me and my husband in an open relationship, at least not anytime soon anyways, but or partaking in threesomes or non-monogamy because I fully believe that's something that would completely shatter my marriage. So you know better than I do what your marriage can handle and not. And if one person is really not on board, do you want to like pressure and push someone into something? But if she's really curious, if you're really curious and y'all both are really curious about exploring and you feel safe and like you have open communication and that is your BFF forever and ever, y'all can work through anything great communication skills, great conflict resolution. Uh, I've heard plenty of stories of those couples who with the guidance, like Heather Shannon, that episode I talked about, she helps couples navigate that. For instance, when they have another person giving them tips and guidance along the way and someone to go to, to maybe hash it out with when jealousy and normal human emotion arises Those couples seem to like have success when evolving, having a new chapter where they're both down to experience other things. It's the couples that are at their wits end. They feel like they have no other option. They want to stay together for the kids, but they want to fuck other people. They can't stop cheating, whatever it may be. So now they're going to do this. So they feel less guilty because they said they opened it. That seems to bring a lot of chaos and a lot of fucked upness and doesn't go over the same. I think the intention there is different and the strength and foundation of the couple is very different. And taking non-monogamy, monogamish threesomes off the table, going inward, sharing fantasies, getting vulnerable, having uncomfortable conversations, learning more about her, how her body works, her fantasies, her desires, no judgment, you're sharing yours with her, no judgment. Like listening this to this together and hearing me talk about this, what comes up for either one of y'all and talking about it? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? All of these things are intimacy and you getting closer and you connecting, you learning more about your partner and who knows where that could lead. It could be exciting. Now things aren't as predictable you may go, oh, I can't have her listen to this because I said, you know, she can't give me what I want for this. You know what? I think it's inevitable. Feelings are going to get hurt. You might feel like your toes got stepped on. Like, oh, that didn't feel good. That hurt my ego. That hurt my ego. You're going to have to push ego aside if you really want some changes to happen in the bedroom because it can get a little awkward. I vote welcome it. The other side's fabulous. And heck, she may be just a flower awaiting to bloom. She doesn't have any clue. You've been her partner so long. You tap into that divine feminine sexuality. You might fucking, it might make your head spin, bro. You have no idea. There are plenty of women that their man had no idea she had that in her and she had that 
fucking inner. Go listen to my audio erotica on the Patreon, okay? About the, I think, paralegal, the, a woman attorney. Holy shit. That poor girl, I thought she was going to break in half. No, it wasn't a true story, but they exist. I believe it. To end the question, I will say, if you both want to work through it, you 100% can just with that willingness. So I suggest having a conversation and telling her how you feel, that you want to experience new things with her. If you affirm her first, you tell her how much you love her and how you feel sexually, that you're so curious and you want to understand your body more and try new things with her. How does she respond? If you feel like she's just shut down and shut out and not willing, then maybe I think getting, you know, a third person in to help you communicate these needs, these real needs. Best of luck. Question number three. Hi, Jordan. I'm a new subscriber and loving the pod. I'm a 29 female and my fiance is 32. My fiance has been known to lie to me throughout the span of our 10-year relationship. Sounds like a winner. In the past, he would lie about being around a particular girl, fuck no, who confessed she liked him. They wouldn't hang out one-on-one. It was always at a party with others around, but it would still bother me. That was happening in the first five years of us being together off and on. He finally stopped going out altogether these last five years. But recently he told me he was going to his boss's housewarming party and asked if I wanted to go. I declined due to having to go to work early the next day. Due to him lying in the past, I checked his location and saw he was at the strip club. I immediately called him and it sounded quiet in the background. So I figured he was outside of the club. I then asked him, how is the house? He said it was very nice. I told him to FaceTime me so I could see it. And of course he said, no, I don't want to. There's people here. I said, I don't care. Show me the fucking house. He confessed, telling me where he was. I asked him why he lied about it. And he said, because he thought I would get mad like I always do. See? See, avoiding fucking conflict. But this one is like the worst of the worst. So we don't even, he doesn't even count. And man, world, he's a boy. I'm in good shape, have stayed the same size throughout our relationship, and he's put on 30 pounds. It's karma, bitch. I honestly don't mind it on him. I'm still attracted to him. My question is, do all men lie? I know guys can be worse than him, but would love your advice. Thanks so much. Okay, you know what my least favorite sentence in the whole thing was? I know guys can be worse than him. Raise the bar, senorita. Literally, 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 literally. If I was your sister, I'm going to be your best friend's sister. And best friend sisters don't lie to you. They tell you straight up. So your friend, your really good friend, your acquaintance friend, your coworker friend, you're like, oh, she's my bitch, love her friend. They're going to hype you up. They're going to be there for you, support you through the tears, like the back on, back off, back on, back off. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. We've all been friends with the girl that goes through the toxic on and off. I had a BFF, A-E, 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 ride or die. And you know what I was saying every time? Are you done yet, bitch? Are you fucking done? Or do you want to go get bit in the fucking face again? So I was not over there enabling, like, but at some point you have to be like, okay, if you want to try again, you insane bitch, go for it. I'll be here when you're broken again. Love you. L-Y-L-I-S. So bestie, ride or die, sister, uh, goodbye. Goodbye, Kyle. Goodbye. Goodbye. You know what he is, and I don't feel bad for you if you keep putting yourself through this. Raise the bar. Have higher standards. If you do not believe that good men exist, you will never find one. I understand we've been heartbroken. We have been devastated. We have been betrayed. I have been lied to so hard. The way, the level, I just stuttered because I couldn't even get it out. The lengths that men have gone to to cover up a lie to me, to the lie that they have weaved has been so extravagant. And then when your gut was right and you motherfucking knew and the truth is out, there is no, you're just like, my God. And this sick part of you is like, see, they love me so much because they were just, damn, they did not, did not want me to find out. 
and they don't love you because they don't love themselves and they are broken individuals and they will no woman is going to be good enough for them to change because at some point every single relationship takes intention and it the only thing it can do is change the amount of time he can go before he starts going back to him fucking self the chances of him having a complete change statistically speaking, are nil. Okay. If he's got a lust issue, it's something that's going to plague him. I don't care if he is fucking confessing to the Pope every other week. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not going to buy it. I don't fucking buy it. I don't think serial cheaters can be reformed. I just fucking don't. And that's me. Sorry. I think good guys can cheat. Yeah, there have been good guys that can cheat and mess up and fuck up and that's not their MO and yeah, but I'm not gonna, I'm talking serial cheaters, like compulsive cheaters, guys that cannot keep their dick to themselves. That's a difference than a guy who fucked up and cheated. So there is a difference. There is a difference. Same with women. There are serial cheater women, like no fucking doubt. Okay, let's get focused. Let's pick this story apart. Are the men like logging off? No, we're going through this. The fact that he invited you, he knew damn well. He knew what you were going to say. He thought, he th- I can tell you, you can't bullshit a bullshitter. He was like, she's going to say no because I know that she likes to go to bed early, going to work. She's not going to want to come to this, but I'm going to ask her so that she feels even more comfortable with the situation. She's not going to be worried because heck, I invited her. So he is manipulative and calculated. And I don't likey likey those things. Also, for being calculated and manipulative, what a dum-dum that he doesn't know his fucking locations on. He could have got a little creative with that. But But the truth comes out somehow. I don't know how that one missed, but he obviously really needed his phone. And the question of why did you lie, which you you played a little game first, which I don't know if I admire you for keeping it cool, calm and casual and being like, how's the house? Like you, I, I couldn't, like I don't even have that in me. I'm the one that's texting you like, I know. And they would be afraid that there was gasoline on the home and me just holding a little match by it. Homeboy is not appreciating the goods. He is not respecting you. He is being deceptive. He is acting like a child. He is not being a grown-up. You are 29 years old. He's 32 years old. It's time to grow up. I get it. If he doesn't want to get married, if he doesn't want to be monogamous, then he doesn't have to be. Like, that's fine. There's no age limit where, like, oh, you have to grow up now. But he can't be with you and you expecting monogamy and he just not participating and you're teaching him what you put up with. You're you're setting the bar here. Also, another thing, if it's off and on, off and on, if it's not working out the first one, two, three, four, five times, why is it going to work out the next time? What epiphany do you think he's going to have where it's like, you know what, I really got to keep it in my pants this time because... I like that she cooks for me every night. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I know you didn't ask me that. Your question was, do all men lie? And the question is, no, they don't all lie. Maybe they all lie in some capacity, but they don't all lie about their location. They don't all lie about their feelings. They don't all lie about what they want. You know, there are honest, upfront, rude blunt (laughs) men. We've all told lies, right? We've all been dishonest in some capacity, like I said, and that's, it's not cool. It's not fun. Some, are some lies necessary? Yeah, we could go there. I don't want to go down that rabbit trail, but there is, there's some qualifying like gifts. Here I go. Uh, did I go shopping today? Uh, did you know what I'm saying? Like there's some, we know there's some marriage lie rules that go both ways, but not about hardcore shit. And this is hardcore shit to me. And that maybe not to everybody, to some people that would be no biggie. They don't check locations. They don't mind if their significant other 
goes to this and they would be hurt that he felt like he needed to lie and they wish he would have just been honest and you would have been okay with people have their boundaries, but you have yours. You know what you want. You know what you're okay with. And he isn't respecting that at, at all. And he flipped it on you and said, you always get mad. So if you're okay with him going to the strip club, then don't freak out at him if he's saying he's going to go. So what? practice what you preach. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. We've all been there. The wives are like, we don't care. Go golf on Saturday. It's fine. I'll watch the kids. And then they book it and go and you're like, so you're leaving me with the kids all day. Cool. And that's confusing. That's not <laughs> got to be consistent because then they're going to be like, the fuck? And you wouldn't like that vice versa. You wouldn't want them to act one way, say something's okay, and then get an attitude, get all grumpy about it. So treat others the way you want to be treated. I don't even need to take a poll for that one. We all collectively are saying, dump him. I'm glad you did and marry him. Did you say fiance? Oh my God, fiance. Girl. I almost said your name. No, 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 no. Ugh. This poor listener is like, I'm never unsubscribe. No, please don't. I love you long time. I'm looking out for you. You're going to be like, thank you, bitch. Thank you. Or you're going to marry him and be like, Jordan told me. <laughs> Jordan told me not to and I did. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Okay, moving onward. Next question. Backstory. I, 45 male, have been married to my wife, 44 female, for 20 years, and I have a great relationship with my wife. I had limited sexual activity prior to her, but she had more experience before we were together. We had no infidelity and have all great sex, just not as often as we used to. I have recently been very interested in my wife's sexual past and got extremely turned on just thinking about her before we were together. I have no desire to share or swap or see her with another man. I try to ask her to open up about her past, but she immediately shuts down and will not discuss anything about it. I have told her many times that I am not jealous, just interested, and will not judge on anything. How can I get her to open up about this? Okay, I think it's first worth mentioning or saying so you can have empathy on your part and understand maybe why she shuts down a possibility. could be that those relationships were really painful for her, that her going back there actually makes her feel some type of way, whether it's not good or whether she doesn't like that she misses a part of it for some, there could be so many different things or feelings that come with that. And she doesn't want to go there. That could be one reason. And for that, you know, if it makes your wife feel not good, then you don't want that. Right. And then you can keep that fantasy and have it. And then maybe you could dirty talk and role play it with it. And she could actually make up experiences. And you don't know that. But she could, if you're listening, you could make up. <laughs> you could make up stories. And it'd be like a role play of sorts. But if you're specifically into that, maybe she's shutting down because it makes her feel uncomfortable because she doesn't want to make you feel jealous or she's like, why would he want to hear about my ex who we almost got married or I loved him so much, whatever it is. And she's like, that's so weird because she doesn't get it. If it's that, I think you could, y'all could probably get over that if she had deeper understanding. I don't know because I'm not her. And I think that there's nothing wrong with you getting more intel, insight, feedback from her if that's what you want and need. Going about it, you know, don't be a douchebag. Don't be super fucking annoying. You're like, I don't know if I'm being annoying or not. If you get a clear, hard, like, no, 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 no. Then maybe she doesn't want to open up about it. And that sucks. Like, I know you want someone willing to have the conversation. 
to understand where she's coming from at the least. So I hope that's not the case, but I feel like you're SOL because you can't make someone do something. But if she can go a little deeper with you, and I would start it off by like, I want deeper understanding on something. Like, I love you, love my motherfucking life. It's you, baby, it's you. Yeah, baby, it's you. Give a little hypey, kissy, kissy, eye contact, excited to be there. And the timing, don't start off a date night like this. You know, don't start it off. Like have really great sex and then bring it up or something. Timing, 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 timing. Don't ruin her day. And I hope it's not a day ruining conversation, but just going worst case scenario. Don't start off if she wanted to connect an intimacy and she's like, all you want to do is bring on me fucking other guys, which girls, listen, take it as a compliment. He's like, my amazing wife is my ideal porn star. Like you're lucky. You're lucky. There's lots of men who would go, I would never masturbate to my wife. What are you talking about? Have you seen the movie? I love you, man. He was like so disappointed that he gets off to his wife. He's like, what are you doing, bro? But no, y'all are the sweetest. Like Cucks are amazing. They are. They deserve a medal and a war. Like, you have the best kink. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I think it's. I think it's me personally. Like, damn, ladies. Okay, you can basically have it all. Be appreciative. <laughs> Some girls are like disgusted by it. So, to each their own. When you say in the question, I've told her many times, I'm not jealous, just interested. It does sound like she is afraid of judgment and it's not like a, a painful memory for her. It sounds like an uh, uncomfortability, just something she's not super familiar with talking about. So I think easing into it and her really understanding that it's just really arousing to you and because you're married, you want to experience different sex with her. And it could be role-playing. It could be dirty talk. It could be trying something new, learning her body, worshiping her pussy, worshiping her breast, her worshiping your cock, mutual masturbation session, no kissing, only kissing, all the things, okay? And one of them could be you delving into this your fantasy. So maybe if she gets a chance to share some of hers and you feed that and give that a go, she'll be more willing and open-minded to giving yours a go. Great advice, Jordan. And any women listening, if your husband comes to you like this, don't be, I urge you, I encourage you not to be worried, insecure, discouraged, and be like, dude, my husband's coming to me about this. My husband is coming to me about this. He's not, you know how many men are cowards and they go outside of their marriage to share their kinks with because they're too cowardly to go to their wives because they've already written them off. They've already wrote them off like, and some of them have wives who would be reciprocative. (laughs) Is that a word? And yeah, I'm sure there are the men that their wives know no fucking way. But but it was a long time coming of not turning inward, not talking about what's going on, not assessing the issues, addressing them, doing something about it. So you don't just get there. That takes, it takes walking down the path, the chipping away. Unless you're one of those compulsive cereal, like must put my dick in anything kind of thing. So yeah, ladies listening, if your man comes to you, hear him out, hear him out, just like you want to be heard. And it's a great opportunity for you to now share something, but perfect. You want to try that? I want to try this. And could be fun. Could be fun. A little new season, a new little chapter, a badass week, whatever it is. And last thing you said, she shuts down. So if she does shut down, I suggest you ask, say, what is it that makes it an automatic no? Or what is it that really uh, puts you off? I just want a better understanding. Like I just want to understand you. And so I have these questions and I welcome the same questions or curiosity back. 
and I love you. I'm like all about the affirmations, but you don't have to just stop the second the stop sign goes up. Maybe some people disagree with me and say, ah, ah, yeah, you need to shut the fuck up and walk away. But sometimes a follow-up question isn't the end of the world, okay? You're not getting up in her face. You're not cornering her. You're not letting her not walk away. Don't walk away, though. I, I hope if any couples are listening that you give uncomfortable vulnerability a chance. Last question to end our listener Q episode. How do I get my wife to make porn? My least favorite question, like question to start the question is how do I make my blank blank? And you do, you do hear it more like how do I get my life to do, how do I get my wife to eat another girl's pussy? How do I get like, I, you can't get someone to do something. You can't trick them into it. And you don't want to make someone do something they really don't want to do because they're just going to resent you later. And then karma's going to be a bitch and they're going to like it too much. And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? What did I get us into? And so I just feel like it's just not a good idea. But you could, the question should be, how do I share with my wife that I would love to make a naughty video together? Now, for some of us listening, we're like, ain't no thing, let's do it. And then there are some people that are like, you know what, this sounds risky. You know, something goes on the cloud, it's there forever. Maybe, what's that movie? I don't remember. Sex Tape, I think it's called Sex Tape. Don't watch that. <laughs> don't let her watch that. Uh, but maybe you should watch it, but she shouldn't. If she tells you her reasoning is the cloud, then watch it. So you can be like, mm, okay, I have a little empathy there. Sounds scary. Let's get old school. Go get a little old cam recorder. You can get old school with it. If you want it that bad, get creative. But I would start off with a conversation. <laughs> Did you know I was going to say that? And this convo could take place post-sex, and you're like, damn, I bet that looked so fucking good. I would have loved, I'd love to watch that shit later. That'd be my new porn. I, fuck porn. I want to watch that. And just see how she like gauges that. You could do it in front of a mirror. If you get a hard no, maybe the mirror will turn into your best friend. But I, I see, you know, what you're going for here. And you want to watch that shit later. Maybe watch it together. That could be another line you throw in there that you're just into that and you want to watch it together later and watch her touch herself to it and you get off to it and you're just, <clears throat> maybe she'll love that shit. Maybe she'll eat that shit up. Whatever you do, you don't secretly record her because then you would be a fucking weirdo. You'd be, it's creepy, it's weird, it's, it's just weird. If I caught my husband doing that, if he was like, are you recording this? I would be so confused because I'm like, why didn't he just tell me? It would be so weird. And if I was not down for that shit and I saw that, that would be even weirder. So just don't do that. That might even be illegal. Is that illegal? It sounds illegal. It sounds kind of illegal. But if the sex is really good and fire, which why else would you want to film it? I feel like this conversation won't be a bad one. If it really is about the safety and security of it, you could get old school with it. Or I'm sure there's like ways to be super safe about that shit. Maybe there's an app that exists. You can Google and say like safest way to make an intimate film with my spouse. I guarantee you there's going to be a couple articles on that because there's a couple articles about fucking everything. Maybe y'all could watch Zach and Mary make a porn. She gets inspired I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't be like, how can I get you to make a video with me? Don't do that. Because you could do it so much better. It's not the worst in the entire world, but you could do so much better. Like I said, after sex, mentioning that, and then going from there, be like, no, but what really do you think of that? Like, I wasn't just saying that. Do you think we could do something like that? Are you down with that? Are you okay with that? And if she's like, I don't know, we'll be like, what would have to go down to make you feel comfortable with it? Like, it, it could be yours. You could be the one to do it, and we could watch it together, and it can be in your possession. I don't know what her fear around it is, if she's got a fear or a hold up. And if she does, when she expresses that to you, try to think of how you can get around it. 
and how you could provide relief in that fear. But hopefully she's game and all you needed to do was communicate because most of the time the question, like the answer to the question is just go ask her what you asked me. In your case, you definitely need to reword it. And to anyone listening that that's something they want to do, I think... I think post-sex seems like the ideal timing because you just had it. It was so good. The endorphins are flowing. She just came. She knows that shit was hot. She knows that was good. You're telling her how fucking sexy she looked. And you need to see what just happened later because that's how fucking good it was. Or maybe when you're sexting, you you bring that up like, oh. I'd love to film us fucking. I'd love to film us making love. I'd, whatever, like throw it in there. See how she gauges it. You just got to see where they stand, why they don't, ways around it, and then accept the fucking answer and get over it because it's not the end of the world. Go watch a porno. Okay, that is all for today. If you're listening, leave me five stars on iTunes. Follow the show, subscribe to the show. If you're listening on Spotify, you can give a rating. Love those. And go to my Instagram at underscore the horny housewife podcast. I don't normally, if you're new here, I don't normally do listener questions the whole episode every now and then, especially when we've had a few guests. I'm like, let's get back to the basics and connect. And again, if you are new, there is an archive with a plenty. This was episode 150. She just keeps going. It's never ending, only getting better. And y'all, freaky fam, mommies, daddies, y'all are getting bigger. Y'all are getting so big. Love you long time. Ask anonymously at thehornyhousewifepodcast.com. Oh, and men, I'm trying to come up with fall merch for you. I feel like the previous merch launch, which sold out, wonderful, love it. Listen to Mommy Hoodies. Do you want them back in stock? Do you want more Listen to Mommy Hoodies for the fall? Because I'm wearing mine a lot. Or do we want a a black hoodie, a simple black hoodie with THH logo? Do we want black tees? I want to hear from the men specifically because... Y'all need merch. I want you to have merch. And I did the girlies with the crop tops. And the men are missing out. Most of my listeners are men. So tell a bitch what you want. Also, if you like audio erotica, great foreplay idea. Gives you the warm and fuzzies. Really creates the atmosphere. Join the Patreon. That link will be in the episode notes. And... Who knows what you're going to hear next week. You're either going to get some technique or you're going to hear about my trauma. One of the two. And I'm going to put a poll and see what you ask. And then impulse make a decision, which sounds totally unprofessional. But here she is just doing the damn thing, winging it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.